0: Hypothetically help the free world. This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hypothetical Help, episode 27. My name is Scott Johnson. That is Terpster right over there. Hello.
1: That is me Hi. over here. Hey, what's Hello. up? How
0: are you? I may have said last week that 27 was that episode. It's not. It's this one.
1: I'm glad you spot that, Scott. I was going to call you out on it last week, but I thought, no, hang on. We're not about that over here. Mm-mm. We're about being gentlemen.
0: Yeah, you're not. And- listen, you're from you come from a long line of gentle people. Really, you've you've. Uh, in the, in they they the...
1: call me the Gentleman. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's uh, I think it's a kind of a, it's a Native American name given to me because uh, when they first came across me, whilst I have a very rugged exterior, yeah. they saw that I had something they hadn't really encountered before, which was unending empathy,
0: mm-hmm. and so they called me the Gentleman. And you didn't bring a ship full of smallpox blankets either.
1: No, no, syphilis, sadly, oh. is what I, I brought. Um, but again. You know, I had a gentle touch about me um, and uh, people, I think, understood uh-huh. that I was I was coming from a, a good place. Yeah. Also, I mean, I... well, technically it was it was the coming from that was causing the issues. Mm-hmm. But um, again, yeah, you know, Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> That's the story of Thanksgiving. Yep. Retold right here for you. Right here. Uh...
1: Marco Polo. <laughs>
0: It is uh, it is Hypothetical Health where we answer your real-life questions, and we hopefully give you answers that are satisfactory at the very least, humorous at the very most, and sometimes a little sad. At the Just very, downright confusing. Yeah, that sometimes happens. Uh, we get them sent to us via phone number and via email. I'd like to remind you at the top of the show what those are, 801-471-0462. That's the phone number, or you can find us on Twitter. Not Twitter. You can find the the, uh, the email at scottfrogpants.com. Uh, Here is uh, one of them. This is uh, sent in as an attachment via email, which you're totally welcome to do. And it's all about this person's very stinky life partners. Here you go. Hey, Scott and Terpster. This is Sam. And I'm hoping you guys can help me out. My current boyfriend, my past boyfriend, and my ex-husband have all refused to wear deodorant. Uh, Now, I'm 27, and they've all been around my age. So I'm wondering, is that an age thing? Should I start dating older guys? Um, the only other thing they all had in common was that they were wow players. Could that be a possible connection? <laughs> I feel like when a guy wakes up, he should get dressed and put deodorant on, and not just if he thinks he's going to be sweating a lot, just make it a part of your routine. Am I wrong? Should I just let these guys go and be deodorant free? Uh, any advice that you can give me would really, really be helpful. Love the show. Tripster, I think you're the best. So please don't ruin oh, any here we go. kind of illusions I Here's have. Here's the real you, reason you phoned in. All right, keep it up, guys.
1: Wow, look at that. Look at her. Sh- That's look That's what her, it is. Yeah, That's a the, little uh... bit of open flirting. I'll allow mm-hmm. it. I'll allow it. You'll I'll let that, that in. She's okay. a, right. a Patreon backer uh, due to her, her massive appreciation of the art that is hypothetically helping people. Yeah, massively. Um, <laughs> so, so obviously, letting the bow flow. Um, do you? Are you a man of uh, deodorant, Scott? Yes. I, I deodorize. Yes.
0: What's wrong with these people? Yes. You get up. I, you, you don't. I'm. I'm saying they're missing a step already. Firstly, you get up in the morning. You take a talk damn talk shower.
1: About, there's an elephant in the room here, Scott. What? Okay. What? She said she's 21. Yeah. S- uh, 27, 27. Sorry. 27, yeah. This is episode 27. Mm, how freaky is that? Whoa! It that's, didn't even occur to me until you just that, said that. Obviously, that's the first thing that occurred to me. I was like, boom. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. This is freaking me out. Look, she and already I, said I'll she likes you. She already likes you. I kind time. of, yeah, exactly. I was, I was a little bit kind of distracted by that. And I don't know if anything else was said, but <laughs> I, I honestly feel like, you know, there's something to, to note uh-huh. uh, there. Uh-huh. 27, okay, it's an age, it's a transitional age where people uh, are going to be trying out new things, yeah. okay? They're, they're, you know, they're, they're encroaching on their dirty 30s yeah. and they're trying to see, hang on, do I need to do I need to, you know, wear deodorant or not? It's a tricky They day, should have been things.
0: doing it since they were 10 or 11. Listen here. I have a 15 year old son. He's not allowed to leave the house until I make sure that kid remembered his freaking deodorant. Not only that, took a damn shower in the morning. Like, that's this what is I, I get.
1: Yeah, I would get angry if I was uh, if I was Nick and uh, you were sniffing my pits <laughs> before I try and leave the, do- the room. I'd be like, Dad, come on, come on. <laughs> Stop sniffing my dad. It's weird. It's weird. I'm 27. For sake, it come is, on, dad. It is weird. I'll give yeah, you that exactly. Um, but, um, I, I, quit think, doing that. I think equally, there's there's meant to be, and I, you know, don't quote me on this, but feel free to quote me. Too late. Um, there's meant to be something, uh, around evolution yeah. where we have evolved to be attracted to people's uh perspiration. Yeah. Um, because of of uh, complementary uh, immune systems, so like say like you're really immune to stuff that I'm not immune to. Right. Apparently, your sweat would smell really good to me. Ooh. And I don't I don't know how true it is, and I don't know how like how much kind of sexual orientation has to be involved as well. Right. Um. But it's one of those things where I think it's pretty. It's pretty interesting, to say the least.
0: Okay, let's say this. I, I, there is. I've read a bunch of this as well. There's a lot of research that talks about the idea that uh, pheromones and 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 the the smells that we human beings put off are evolutionarily de- uh, designed, or whatever the word you want to use, to attract one another, or in some cases repel one another. Um, you know, for example, in the animal world, my dog can run up to a stranger dog's. Uh, dump and go, hmm, this is interesting and sit there and smell it for 10 minutes unless I pull her away. And she's not disgusted. She's not blown away by it. She's not thinking this is the worst thing you could ever do with a centimeter of space between your nose and a turd. But I would, right? I would hate that. That sounds like a terrible you idea. Would. That sounds, I'm like, whoa. So they see it differently. The, the, the math that that produces in their brains is different than the math that produces in ours. We are... uh I think that we are more sensitively wired to be repelled by bad smells because they represent bacteria which can represent infection which represents our lack of survivability and we have And a, leads to the dark side. And exactly, you don't want the dark side ever. Uh just look at my dark side. It's nice and infected. Uh so I th- <laughs> I think there's a reason why we're repelled by such things. Now that being said, um I think that maybe we go overboard sometimes to to just Like, you know, we're basically scrubbing ourselves raw sometimes to the point that we don't have Mm. any discernible smell outside of the products we use from the store or whatever to try to make us smell better. But clearly, we've gotten to the place where, more than any other mammal, we've gotten to the place where we prefer a non-smelling person or someone who smells, or even artificially well, than some stinky dude who hasn't put deodorant on in the morning and has been playing wow all afternoon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think there's any value in them retaining their disgusting freaking you
1: say there there may be niches that we're not necessarily uh, taking advantage of all right um but yeah I, th- I think from my understanding of the the world scott and i think i understand the world um i think it is one where you know stuff stuff can happen stuff can get a little bit crazy up in here
0: yeah and i don't like it i think she needs to just put her foot down and go her put her sensibly clean and normal foot down and say, dude, Looks I,
1: like I actually I have two. Pro- <laughs> I have
0: two problems here. One that they're disgusting, stinky twenty-something millennials or whatever they are. I say that all the yep. time. I'm, I'm you amazed. like that word now, don't you? That's I really do like it. It makes me feel coaching. like a cranky old person. Uh, they used to say we well, used to call us Generation X when I was a kid, and yeah, uh, we used to feel the same way. It was like whatever. You old Call man. it
1: degeneration
0: X. Yeah, they should uh, call it had, that. Uh, yeah. uh,
1: yeah had all of all of my favorite wrestlers deodorant in. x is the
0: answer yeah that's what it was so it was. but here's my other question why is she so this th- one guy maybe two at the offshoot all three of these people she's mentioned was it four total or whatever all of them don't wear deodorant i'm i mean something's I, up well i don't want to talk at the elephant
1: in the room but she did she did kind of drop it in with the whole like wow players um your go-to mmo enthusiast um may may i'm not saying everyone you know but they may be of a disposition where they overindulge in their favorite pastime such as playing mmos all day and that can lead to you (laughs) neglecting other necessary tasks (laughs) such as um just kind of just washing, yeah. And- hygiene, general hygiene. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like low. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think in terms of helping her, I think she needs to find a way to incorporate the deodorising into the relationship mm. so she just needs to pretend like that's her that's her thing mm-hmm. and so she's like oh yeah baby oh you're doing it so well hang on a second just two seconds <laughs> stay with me and he's like okay i'm still in the mood let's let's do this and then she goes and gets the deodorant uh-huh. um and he's like why what you want me to use this on you no 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 use it on you what oh okay <laughs> oh my god that's so sexy yeah that's it like, get it in your armpit really oh yeah like that okay, oh, you like this, don't you? Oh, you, you, yeah, you like that. Like that. I think, from my perspective, I think that they're going to be so intimidated yeah. uh, by that action, um, and they'll think, like, dude, man, honestly, she. I drive her wild just by pulling on deodorant. Mm-hmm. I've never seen her before. I, I think I must be some sort of sex guard. You know, um, I think run with that. And I think... That way you empower them and you set up a really positive kind of connotation of how amazing deodorizing
0: can be. Right. It's important, though, to to, I want to make another very important um, fact about this whole process known. Yeah. I do not believe deodorant was designed to mask your otherwise disgusting self. I think it sometimes can be used that way, but I. So think- there's
1: antiperspirant and then there's deodorant. Right? Does but anyone antiperspirant use antiperspirant? Stops you sweating. It's supposed to, yeah. It's supposed and to. deodorant gives you a nice smell. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know. Yeah. I, and then I'm assuming there's like blends. I there's, don't know. There, there is. There's, there's
0: combinations. There's rolls. There's sprays. There's hardly anyone uses sprays anymore. But there's you know the roll-ons and the and the little cake-looking things. And then we got Kim has one where are you, yeah. are
1: you a roll-on or are you a cake user? What I'm you?
0: A, a solid user. Uh, you're solid yeah, yeah? I, I use old That's, spice I, man something or other oh
1: oh man that sounds good
0: but i'm gonna make a confession here the only deodorant that i've ever found that works 100 of the time in 100 of the cases has been secret for women yeah for me the
1: women's deodorants is the best one
0: yeah what's don't, going don't on messing there? around with any man deodorants what are you talking about i know i whenever it's hers terrible. is out i'm like i'll oh, just use yours freaking screw this i'm not using this man stuff that doesn't really work but here's the thing though I don't think it should, it should be used as a masking agent. I think what it's supposed to be is like getting your car washed and then putting a wax job on your car. It's the yeah. thing you do to an already clean car. It just ensures that the car can take a little more wear and tear through the day. It's not meant to be, I'm going to fake everybody out by thinking they think I'm clean. It doesn't work, <laughs> dude.
1: Stupid idiots. I smell <laughs> shit. You don't know that. I'm covering it up. Stupid idiots.
0: Yeah. Take a shower, man. These guys are gross. I don't I feel bad because she seems very nice. I think she's way too accepting of these wow players and their bad habits.
1: Hey, hey, hey let's not ruin it for, for people who've got a good thing going on. Okay. Yeah, I guess. If that works, mm. that's cool.
0: Now, there is some science also that suggests if we are trying to keep ourselves too clean and be too germ avoidant, that we're actually hurting our long term survival yes. due to the loss of important bacteria and things that grow on your hands and Stuff that you need, uh, to uh, to have a healthy ecosystem, uh, with your biological welfare. So so you don't want to go crazy. I'm not saying take eight showers a day. We're not going that far. I'm just saying if you spend all night raiding with your buddies and eating Cheetos and just being generally disgusting, and those are the you know fourth time you've worn those shorts this week, get in the shower the next day, clean up some. Come you- on,
1: man. Yeah. It's not a big have deal. A, have a shower. It's not a big deal. I
0: say this, but I remember I was like in seventh or eighth grade, and I was freaking disgusting. I hardly yeah. ever showered. I hated it. My mom Happiness would always did tell me to. The best of us. It really did. But it was a kid. That's what you're supposed to do when you're a kid. You go through that and you learn the hard way. It's like, well, should have brushed your teeth, you wouldn't have that cav- cavity. Should have washed your hair, you wouldn't have lice. Should have done this, or you wouldn't have. I didn't have lice, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like to think of you having lice. <laughs> I didn't have lice. That's good. I, I grew up in a you know fairly. Clean environment. It's just I didn't care. So all my school pictures from that era, I'm wearing the same jacket for like three years in a row. My hair looks like a mop of wet, like uh, potatoes. I don't know what that means. And then also, I don't know what that means. Um, wet potatoes, like mashed potatoes. Sh- you know, shiny. <laughs> are they
1: are they solid potatoes? it's <laughs> <laughs> Just oh my lord. Shiny forehead. <laughs> you know,
0: and kids, they just don't know. Their feet smell like Doritos, and their hair's all gross, and they get zits too early. I mean, you just those are the that's the time where you learn those things. But when you're twenty seven or so, she her boyfriends need to f- step it up a notch. That's yeah. all. That's gross. Come on,
1: guys, you're letting other guys down. Yeah, you're
0: grossing us out. So speaking of people that say nice things about you on the call, I just want to play yeah. this. Okay. Nice. It's just a little somebody sent this in and I just wanted to so I can feel like I can feel equally as important.
1: Oh, there right. oh, was it for you. Oh, okay. So I'll watch you now. Let me go. know when it's done. Here you go. Scott, you're a really great role model, and your voice is perfect for radio. See, see, even overseas. He said voice, not face. That's where (laughs) a lot of people they try and pay a compliment, and then they realize, like, ah, hang on, I said it wrong, didn't I? (laughs)
0: Yeah. All right. Fair fair point. Um, Let's get to an email that came to us from Josh. Josh wrote in, says this: "Hey, Terpster and Scott, this is a problem I've been dealing with for many years now, and I don't know if you guys can help. There may be a monster." Of living in my closet, as Buddy wrote. He put a monster oh, of living in my closet. That happens. I
1: is don't... it? Is it uh, R. Kelly? Uh, no. Is it him? No. Nope. Was he the one who was in the closet? Unless
0: he goes R. by Kelly. Josh. Unless he goes by... J- or, oh, I see what you mean. Maybe he's the one in the closet. I'm going to hide in the
1: closet. That's the one. That's it. Was that R. Kelly trapped in the closet? It was. I'm trapped in and the closet. I'm putting out <laughs> yeah. the gun. I'm going to shoot you in the face
0: if I don't yeah. get out of the closet. That thing, yeah. yeah. That was a great episode. Uh, anyway, says, uh, while I have no, dis, uh, direct evidence of this, I want to be prepared when if one day uh, it decides to come out for me, how do I prepare? Thanks, Josh. Let's just for a minute assume that Josh is right, that monsters exist and they could subsist in his, in his, uh, closet.
1: So, oh, hang on. So hang on. He's got a monster in his closet or he himself is a monster trapped in the closet. He is a, he, he needs to be true to himself. <laughs> he needs to get out of the closet. Just, yeah, that's what I'm. Con- I, mean, I do not know. Was he I, honestly? Are we looking at a guy <laughs> trying to come out to like his friends and family, or are we looking at a guy who honestly thinks that like Mike and uh, Surly, Sully, Sully. Uh, Sully, Sully, yeah, Sully, yeah, are in the closet?
0: I think that it's a guy who thinks there's an actual monster in his closet and he is not trying to mask that he needs to come out of some sort of closet. I think okay. that there is a mo- he thinks there are creatures of either otherworldly or otherwise living in his closet, and if one comes out to attack him. How should he prepare for such an eventuality? I honestly,
1: I, I it's one of those things. You know, you start thinking about like I should probably prepare some some ideas behind. You know, what are we going to do? How are we going to do stuff? Yeah. Um, I never thought. Uh, I. You're not a prepper. The, are you not a prepper? You're not one of those I guys did, that. No, exactly. I didn't think. You know what? I need to. I need to be sure about this. Mm.
0: Um. <laughs> But, I mean, I have some background on this that you may experience soon on your own, okay. and that is there's a there's a period of time when your when your daughter, uh, like my children and most children, I think they go through a period where monsters seem very real, and so do things like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and whatever. And so, it's not real. They buy, anyway, well, apparently. yeah, I don't want to. I'll. I won't. I won't tell you again about that. I think you know now that he's not real, but I, I won't bring it up again. It's fine. Uh, but the monsters, right? Uh, yeah. they think that they're real and they get truly scared. And I remember when I was a kid, if I told the story I may have, I had a, so I had a imaginary friend and here's how it came to be. There were this, the spate of probably seven or eight days of the same nightmare every night. And I was probably eight years old. I remember this very vividly, seven or eight. And, uh, what it was is I would be in my room and as I would fall asleep in my mind, I was not falling asleep, but the room would start to change. Oh, and man. start to get like weird green vines everywhere and really crazy weird stuff and, and Jumanji. Then, you were j- playing Jumanji, basically, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. And then oh. a, a very hairy <laughs> Robin Williams would come bounding down. What the- year is it? <laughs> no, he so I would hear this sound like this boom, 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 boom coming down the hall. Yeah. And my door would burst open and it would be this big dark. Stucky. Featureless, scary creature that would roar at me, and I would wake up just sweating and crying. Oh, that's horrible! it was horrible, and I I was convinced it was real. My dad
1: lived in your closet.
0: It lived in my uh, hall, in the basement somewhere. So it wasn't my closet directly, but it would burst into my room. So my dad would come down and go, "Oh, it's fine, it's okay, okay. don't worry about it." Blah blah blah. And one night he told me, said, "Hey, that when this happened, when you start to see the vines in the room, which I never understood why they were vines, but says when you see them on the walls, I want you to start imagining flowers blooming out of those, and I want you to start thinking about." birds and sunlight coming through and i want you to to reimagine and make it force it to change its shape in the room before he comes through the door and i said okay and i took him serious i was like damn straight my dad knows what's up i'm gonna do this
1: using some powers so
0: i went uh, as i started to nod off i noticed the changes again it's getting very vivid it's like i'm not even dreaming and i start to imagine reimagine kind of disney this room In a lot of ways uh you know there's deer animates it yeah Mm kind of yeah sort of sort of yeah and uh i would do that and then once again boom 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 bam door goes flying open there's that creature again but instead of roaring at me and ending the dream he stops dead in his tracks kind of shocked looks around the room sees all these changes and starts to weep starts to cry so i got to go comfort this monster and then from then until probably nine or nine and a half, it felt like a lifetime, but maybe another year, I had an imaginary friend. His name was Pete, and he was this creature, and he would take the form of birds wow. and dogs and other stuff. I had a very vivid imagination. Oh, so he,
1: didn't, he didn't stay horrific.
0: No, he, he changed. Sh- he changed because of.
1: I thought it was going to be like a self discovery story about, and Pete was actually your penis. <laughs> And it was just about <laughs> learning that some things were OK, other things, you know, you know, what happens in Vegas, all of that. Um, wow. But Pete, Pete was an actual Pete, Pete was a creature of of wow. personality. Okay,
0: cool. He flew away eventually in the form of a bird. Did yeah. Oh, an an, no. in, an, Did, an what, injured bird. Do you know bird. about him flying away? Did yeah, it, he was, was, a, was it? he was an oh. injured bird. He, he was in the form of an injured bird at Lake Powell. This is this beautiful red rock kind of gorgeous thing that we have here. And Utah, mm. we'd go to every year. It's like 10-hour drive. Anyway, we go down there. We're there. We find this injured bird. And as far as I was concerned, this was his current corporeal form. Mm. And uh, as the as the trip went on, he got better and better. And we would feed him and stuff. And I would sit and talk to him. My mom so said, is this a real bird? It's a real bird. This,
1: oh, right. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm so, I'm so confused. I know, Benny, it's easy on. to
0: be confused. So I was talking to the bird as if it was Pete inside of it. My mom just saw me talking to a bird. But it was a bird. Huh. Exactly. It, she didn't understand. Mom, I'm not, being, I'm not being weird here, okay? I'm talking
1: to Pete. This uh, is all so, normal. So,
0: honestly, mom. Ooh. So at the end of the whole ordeal, uh, the bird looked good enough one day to take off, and I had it on my hand, and it kind of looked at me, and then looked kind of north, and then f- just flew away. And that, to me, was like... Do you think
1: that Pete maybe? um Do you reckon that Pete may be uh, embodied what was going on in the bird? Um, do you think like, do you reckon he like took on some of the bird's energy and powers? Maybe. And thusly... Maybe. Like,
0: I'd it, like to think, that's I'd what like to think mean, that. I'd like to think that too. Like it was a, a very, take... po- it was a very poetic thing for an otherwise kind of weird kid. And I, and I remember very vividly him looking at me and then looking at the sky and then taking off. And that being this finale, this moment of finality, like I finally set him free. He can go and be this mm. free thing and no longer haunt anyone's dreams or, like, it was a very finished m- moment. So if he gets to have an experience like me, then then it turned out to be a really cool thing. All kids kind of go through this little phase, though. And, like, my oldest had night terrors for a while. She doesn't have many more, obviously. But when she did, she was like, I don't know, six and you'd go into her room and she'd be screaming. And when you'd stand there, she, she wasn't even looking at you. She was like looking through you. Oh, that's freak. I it's don't want that. awful. I don't like it. Uh. I hated it. And she'd be so upset and it would take forever to calm her down. She went through a period of that. All kids have some form of that. Nick would have a bad dream and immediately get up when he was like four, go into the bathroom and brush his teeth vigorously. And I would say, Nick, mm-hmm. what are you doing? He says, if I brush my teeth, the monsters won't come. And I don't know where that came from. But to this day he doesn't even know. He doesn't but even But To remember. this
1: day, some of the nicest teeth I've ever seen. So <laughs> he's
0: got a good set. Take that what you will. Yeah. So so I guess what I'm saying is if this person's being serious, then it'll all turn out fine and it'll pass. If you're just joshing around with us, then you did a really good job helping us waste fifteen minutes on your on your email.
1: I I, I like I like the idea that out there is a monster in a closet who's just waiting for this guy to kind of imagine redecoration Mm -hmm. and um and that that's basically what it would take and then he'll just start weeping and then he's just made a best friend yeah for life
0: yeah well until his wing fixes and then he flies away i mean i was sad when he left i was sad when he flew away of course of course yeah i remember feeling mixed emotions i was like well on the one hand he's free and the other hand i don't have my friend anymore but then i think puberty was you know, coming around the corner here, a couple of years from that, and it was like time to get ready for that, which is a whole new, that's a whole new kind of bird. If you know what I mean? It is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scary. So, uh, but it's, uh, I think it's an important phase for kids. And for me, it was a learning thing. Like I came away from that room thing and the giant monster and eventually the bird thing, um, with an understanding of what imagination is capable of. Uh, if you, if you really, um, kind of cultivate it and it's helped me in lots of things so I don't want to get all modeling or anything but that's that's what there was one of those experiences as a child I'll never forget because it it kind of comes up now and again it's like oh I got this project to do and I, I don't I've got artist block I can't draw anything I can't think of anything nothing looks right and then I have this little reminder going, "Yeah, well, you created like this whole world and this other creature and and, and you had this entire narrative for it and all of that stuff, and it was like this big part of your childhood. you could probably get over your writer's block for. I'm afternoon.
1: slightly annoyed that your book isn't dedicated to Pete. <laughs> I think that would have been nice and just, you know, everyone would be like, I don't know who this Pete guy is, but Scott attributes like pretty much everything. Everything to
0: him, to him yeah. Uh, this guy, he must have been he must have been a guy. I gave it actually my dedication is to a few people, but one of them is my seventh grade art teacher. Oh really? Uh, Mr. Winterstrom. Did
1: and- any 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 English guys get uh,
0: thanked in there? Uh there's one called um Mark spagnolo that i think
1: he's italian (laughs) that's a different european that's ridiculous oh
0: all right oh you mean i'd
1: like to think i've inspired you through kind of putting you down and saying well that's not very impressive
0: scott Uh so you keep striving to better yourself well you are in the book you know i don't know if i've done this yeah because there's the page where i feature the one of the more popular ones i've ever done the Oh, yeah. the snack bar—the Admiral snack bar. So not only there you in the credit there, but I think I made a little note under there explaining oh, really? how that came about. Yeah,
1: just saying. Said this on a podcast once. <laughs> I since drew it and made a lot of money off of it. That's fine. That's good. I'm glad you did. Thank you, George Lucas. Thank you, Mark Turpin. Exactly, well, exactly. Let's hope old Georgie doesn't have a look. Or Disney mm. now they own the rights because yep, yep. they want some of those sweet residuals. They're pretty litigious That's the too. Problem. Gotta watch they out. They exactly.
0: Me. Yeah. Well, parody good good deal on that. Do pair. do the health version as well now. The health version?
1: Health? Yeah, it's a wrap. Oh, it's and a wrap or it's uh, a Yeah, exactly. It's a sna- yeah.
0: it's a rice cake. That doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. That you could do work. it, yeah. Just do that. It'd be fine. <laughs> uh you can send us your emails just like that one if you've got scary stuff in your closet or some other stuff in your closet. We're happy to talk about any of it. Uh, again, Scott at frogpants.com or the phone number eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, And you can support us. How, Terpster? How do they support us? You go us? to patreon.com slash hypohelp, okay, and
1: you go over there and you give a load of money. Mm. Okay. It doesn't have to be a lot, it has to be a load. How much is okay? a load? Okay. Give it this Drop is a load. It. How much is a load? It's as much as you have in your pocket right now. Oh. And if you're like, but all I've got are my debit and credit cards. Exactly. Empty those mother truckers out. <laughs> on patreon.com slash hyperhelp. You help us help you or help others. Christmas is the time of giving. Uh, normally I tell people, you know, don't waste money on me getting me a present. You know, give me cash money. Yeah. Patreon.com slash hyperhelp is the closest, best thing you can get to giving me cash money. Especially in so, these lean
0: winter months when things get a little weird for for uh, for everybody. So just, I, yeah, don't, I don't know what that means. Definitely, but definitely. Well, let's out. just
1: say that Santa... You know, it turns out that as you get older, Santa becomes an expensive thing Mm -hmm. rather than a happy
0: thing. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, hyper help. He's no longer a joyful, chubby man of goodwill. He is a
1: joyful, chubby man with a quite awesome beard. Yeah. Um, But also he is. um, He's kind of a dick. Yeah. He's kind of a dick.
0: Squeezes you dry like a, what happens. like a dick um i don't know what that means let's uh I, let's end it here
1: <laughs> like a sweet sweet dick <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying anymore
0: thanks for stopping by all right everybody thank pete, you for...
1: i haven't seen you in years how you doing pete
0: here you go you dick all right that's oh. it thank you everybody for Lock being here Scott's we'll be back guy. we'll <laughs> be back next penis. week with pd the penis <laughs> and uh okay. if you have any questions by gum we'll talk about them then stay out of trouble Take care. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.